Welcome to Outwitting the Manipulator, the podcast that gives you powerful techniques to protect yourself as a manipulation is taking place. Now here are your hosts, authors, and communication experts, Robin Golinski and Dr. Dennis Becker. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Outwitting the Manipulator Show. So I'm Robin Galinsky, as you heard, and that, there's Dennis Becker. Yes, we have a guest now, Robin. You want to no, introduce our guest, somebody special. Introducing Lolia Pushek. Lolia is a good Lolia. friend of mine, and she's an amazing esthetician. Here, thank you. So Lolia has, I've known Lolia for 20, 25 years. And she's been a huge part of our book as far as having, she's had some of her own experiences in life. And I thought it would be good to have her on to talk a bit about her process and what she's been through and maybe some things she's learned along the way. So how are you, Lolia? I am well. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. It's not easy. So without naming any names, of course. Yeah. What I would say you you've experienced some manipulation in more in I would say with more than one person in your life. Would yeah. you say that's true? Absolutely true. And so somehow, somehow they find me. Somehow they well let's out Lolia. Okay. How do you think they find you? I am a I have forty eight years old, right? So now I've come to a place where I kinda know myself a little better. Let's say that. And just knowing myself in hindsight, looking back as a young girl, shy, insecure, coming from a pretty crazy home life, right? Parents never gone along screaming and yelling. Mental, emotional, physical abuse there. So very sensitive young girl, very, very sensitive young girl and looking for love. Right. As a young, young woman looking for love. And so, yeah, you just, you're a target. You're a target. You're just the perfect target for a manipulator. Were you love bombed? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So what did your love bombing look like? Flowers, candy. I want to see you, please. You're the most beautiful woman I've ever seen in my life. You're fantastic. Oh my God, intrigue me. You're, you're, you're. Yeah, I was young. I was 20 years old. Let's. T- I'm going to one specific right now. Yeah, yeah. 20 years old, working three jobs, saving money because I really wanted to travel Europe and specifically live in Italy. So definitely had this plan for myself. I'm going to do this. I'm going to have this amount of money and I'm going to go to Italy and I'm going to explore and I'm going to. So really, really support this guy's really, really supportive of that. Oh, my God, I've never met anybody like you. Like you are hardworking. You're beautiful. You're you're so smart. You're this, you're that. Just a lot of. And the gifts and the flowers and the candy, like I said. So very, very, everything was elaborated. Everything mm-hmm. was. Uh, That's a great word. Big. Go big or go <laughs> home. Sorry. You walked on water yeah, until you didn't. I did. I was like a goddess. <laughs> I, I felt like a goddess. Yeah. 
Well, and I get that. It's like a drug, really. And hindsight is twenty twenty. And so now, in fact, you saying you're 20 is very helpful. It puts it in perspective because, as I said before, 16, between 16 and 24, most highly targeted group of is women, those ages. So, Lolia, now that you're wise, <laughs> get getting wisdom. there. What would you say were some red flags now that you look back that you may oh have missed or overlooked? So many. And <laughs> it's almost, I'm laughing now, but it's cryable, it's laughable. It's like you just want to like hit yourself in the head and be like, yeah. what the hell? Go back in you? time and smack yourself. For sure. You just say there were moments where there's plenty of red flags. And at the time, you mistake them. You mistake the spontaneous fun side, it, it, and it is a, in that moment, right? It's spontaneous. It's fun. Let's do this. Let's do that. Let's go by this. Let's go by that. And it's really, you mistook it, and that the true value of it is irresponsibility. And you're <laughs> laughing. I am laughing because I know. I know that's like a, how that's marketed and packaged is, whirlwind yeah Spon like you said spontaneous but Lolia, then Lolia, if i may jump in just for I a second may i ask you how did you first identify all of this as manipulation when did you become aware that that it wasn't just all roses and candy well into the relationship after everything is now like very much intertwined financials are intertwined family is intertwined so you start to, you, one mistake that a lot of us do, men and women, is we don't listen to our gut feeling, right? Kind of like, hmm, given the benefit of the doubt, that doesn't feel good, but let me look at it from this perspective. So you kind of like, don't listen to your gut. You definitely sometimes ignore it. You have that bad taste in your mouth and you're like, make up 101 excuses of why you shouldn't pay attention to it. Mm -hmm. And uh, so it was well into the relationship that, that I came to. I didn't have an aha moment, mm -hmm. but those bad tastes in your mouth, those feelings of this doesn't feel good or the eyebrow goes up, adds up. and then. It, it wasn't an aha moment for me, but it was definitely like I felt those feelings more. And did you have friends? Did you have friends or relatives who were cautioning you or trying to warn you? Well, he was a great manipulator. So all of that gets intertwined, right? The relationships that he has with your friends, your family. So you definitely have those few smarter friends, experienced and seasoned friends that say to you, I don't like the way he spoke to you. Like, did you actually hear the words that came out of his mouth? Mm. Things so people like, were noticing. Yeah. Mm. And noticing that I would, that it was a weight on you, right? Mm. So as you get together with your girlfriends and you're sitting there over a cup of coffee or a cocktail and you're like... I don't know how to handle this situation. Like, I feel this and this and this, A, B, and C. 
what do you think I should do? And your friend is like, you should leave him. Sounds like he's a... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so you have friends, but but then you have your close friends where they are like kind of walking on eggshells because they know that you're really involved at this point with family, money, all this stuff, children. And then you say to, then you have friends that are like, maybe you should seek some counseling for yourself because that doesn't sound healthy for you. Did it ever get to the point or is it at the point where you feel you have escaped or you're, you're still struggling? Where is it? Where does it stand now? I had to leave the relationship, like cold turkey leave. And it was not easy. He continued to, to try very hard through any communications he could have through family members, through children, through work sources, things like that. And you just have to stop the communication, really, because, and it, they don't give up very easily, do they? Yeah, they don't. So they it's, don't. it's, it's not easy for you either. You have to come to a place where you're like, I need to take care of myself. This is not healthy. I'm not happy. This is not healthy for me. This is not healthy for my family. This is not healthy for my future, anybody else's future. And as hard as it is, sometimes doing the right thing is really, really hard. And you are, and there's fear involved, fear of the unknown, all of that stuff. Did you ever get to the point where you felt like, maybe it's me, maybe if I just do this or if I could help him with that. And did you try to help him help himself or did you ever get the feeling it was you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seek counseling, change yourself, change whatever you could, you you try. Did it work? No. No. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right, right. And that would be no. Yeah, we've said that many times on the show that you simply cannot change these people as much as you may want to. And as much as sometimes they will say, yes, oh, yeah, I'm so, oh, I'm so sorry. That's just another technique, not a tactic, rather, to get at you. No. So uh, it, it were, you're getting away from this? Do you feel better now? Is that where you are? Yeah, I'm out of it years now, but the scars are there. Scars are definitely there, and you carry those scars, and you, co- you have to come to a place where you take responsibility for your choices and your participation in it. Yeah, um, that's the hard thing, isn't it? Yeah, you guys hit on it a little earlier today in regards to being compliant. Because there are times where you feel so weak and broken down that you are compliant at some level. And so, and hopefully you get out of that. Some people do, some people don't. But hopefully you get out of that. And I did. I made the choice that I was not going. A friend of mine said it really well to me about seven years ago. He said to me, when you stand in the sewer long enough, the smell doesn't bother you. Yeah. (laughs) That may have been one of my aha moments where I'm like, yeah, this is not right. Like, I'm just used to this and this cannot continue. I cannot have this continue. Like, you bring up a good point, Lilia, because... 
I've found with people that I've known in these types of relationships, they, they, if you can get them away for a, a set amount of time, right? You get out of the sewer and you go into the meadow and you smell the flowers for long enough, a day or two, maybe a week. You go back to the sewer, you can smell the stink really strong. Yeah. But some people know that some people are so compliant and they're so scared of the unknown, like you said, that they, they won't step out of the sewer. Yeah. It's the fear of the unknown. You don't know how he's, he or she, but in my case, it's a he, how he's going to handle it. You don't know the ripple effects of, of what's going to happen. And they can be ugly. They were for me. They were pretty ugly for a while. But, you know, you just have to find the strength within yourself and get the proper tools. Your book is amazing. Really, really get the tools to help you to get through that process. And Well, thank you for saying that. I did not tell her to say that. No, she didn't. <laughs> so, Lolia, I know that you are, you, you come from the Ukraine. And this is maybe an odd question, but did all of this happen to you in the U.S. or in the Ukraine or a combination? Did that make any difference in, in cultural differences in, in your ability to get out get, or to get caught? So, well, it happened here in the U.S. I yeah. came from the Ukraine when I was a young child. My manipulator actually is from Europe as well. So I don't know. I mean... Narcissists, sociopaths, they're all over the place. I don't think yeah. it has to do with where you're coming from, where, where, exactly. you know, what country, what city, what state, what zip yeah. code. Right. Um, we are all over the place. And like I said, that just, I'm just referring to one of the ones I came across in my life thus far. And I'm sure I'll come across a handful more. <laughs> it's inevitable. <laughs> Well, on that note, I would say in closing, what piece of advice would you, based on everything you've been through, if you had to give somebody a piece of advice, what would it be? Who's in your situation? Maybe they got a couple of kids and. Listen to your gut. Trying to recognize the red flags and, and, um, and really honor that. Like, because like the universe turns, everything comes back. And as it turns in the universe and comes back to you, it's coming back threefold. So that's one threefold. That's another threefold of that threefold. So like, it's just, it gets amplified, right? So listen to your gut because that's really important. And another piece of advice is if you really recognize the fact that you're being manipulated, it needs to stop. And they don't stop. No, they don't. Yeah, it's, they don't. I, I have. I think I, I haven't come across anybody who's changed. Like, I just don't believe in people changing. I think trauma changes <laughs> you. I think I, I, I certainly am not the same person I was seven years ago, or ten years ago, or or fifteen, twenty years ago. So I, I think trauma changes people, but you know, your your core is the same mm-hmm. yeah like, we'll have those kind of narcissists in my opinion i'm not a doctor i just play one on tv right mm-hmm. and people are real like narcissists manipulators sociopaths personality disorders all of that stuff they don't change mm-hmm. you're right really? 
You're right. And I That's hope right. that well, thank people you believe very much you for joining us and sharing all of this. I mean, hearing it from someone who's actually gone and going through it is a very gifted part of this program. So we're delighted to have you. Thanks. Thank you for being also. And thank you here. so much for writing this book. Really, really helpful. I appreciate it. Well, that's the Thanks, idea. Lolia. And you I really keep, appreciate it. Keep challenging. Keep doing what you're doing because it apparently is working. So good for you. Yeah. Thank you very much again for coming on the show, Lolia. We appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. All right. For now. So yep. I think, Producer Dave, that brings us to Media Moment. Yep. Yes, indeed. I, Robin, I have the trailer queued up for the TV show you want to talk about. Oh, so. thank you. I love right. that. But Come you know, just before we get to that part, let's just close off about Lolia. I think, first of all, we, we it was so nice of her to come in and share this. It's hard for people to tell awesome. stories because they they feel they're admitting that, that they've become somewhat of a victim, a terrible word. They feel as though they've been victimized and she has the courage, which is the same with all the guests that we have. They have the courage to come in here and to say, look, I admit it. I complied. But not only that, Dennis, they really don't want to see it happen to anyone else. else. That's exactly That's the thing. When you've been through this, you don't even want people you don't like to go through it. It's so bad. And that's why we wrote this book. And that's why we're so delighted to have folks like Lolia come on the show with us and tell their own story for this. As time goes by, you'll meet more folks who have stories that are similar, sometimes even worse. And I don't know how they can get much worse than what we've had so far, but we want to thank her. And uh, let's move on to media moment because it's really interesting talking about manipulation. My goodness, this media oh, this moment. This is that we juicy. Robin. Go ahead and then Dave will play for us. God yeah, gave John Paul the strength to be an unforgettable human being. Let us give thanks for the joy he spread his whole life long. <laughs> Everything bad that could have happened has happened. Who knows if there's foul play here, but if there is, the culprit usually shows up at the funeral. All right, Colombo. Claffin and Sons for handling John Paul's life insurance policy. Were you very close? Yeah, he was our brother-in-law. My condolences, Mrs. Williams. Oh, egg and onion. It's like you knew I was coming. Did you? She can't find out what we did. Do you like it? Can I grab my ass over? I know you don't think he's a good man. Families, they're complex. I'm warning you. She doesn't respect you because you're weak. She wasn't always like that. He's sucking the life out of her. Well, we'll just have to wait till he dies of cancer or something. Why not give nature a helping hand? <laughs> You're talking about. Is that a good place to yes, stop? That's a good yes, place. thank you. Oh, my gosh. It is such a, a good, good, place. good show. And here's those of you who are, you really want to get in better, become better at outwitting the manipulator. There's a lot to watch this show with. Yeah. We talk about something called orchestration and leveraging in the book. And the guy the in the book, John Paul, he's very good at using those two tactics. And as we saw, he used things like bullying. And he uses bombing. all of them. He uses all of them. And the, the, t- the title of this, by the way, if you didn't get it, was Bad Sisters. So go ahead, Robin. But this Yeah, is Bad Sisters. So this guy, John Paul, is actually married to the sister named Grace. And there's five sisters. 
and he torments all the sisters with his manipulation. He's just, it, the four sisters can see how he's eroding, slowly eroding the confidence of their other sister. And in fact, he's trying to, he's not trying to, he successfully is keeping her from having a relationship with her sisters because he's jealous of them. And he also wants to control her. And it is very, very rich with all tactics. He's a particularly, he love bombs his wife on a regular basis as well as manipulates her. But orchestration and leveraging, I just want to quickly define those because you'll see it, him do it a number of times. But or, orchestrating the environment. So manipulating something in the vir- environment to set up, set up a situation. So he does something with a cat in one of the episodes. So you can be on the lookout for that where he sets this whole thing up so that his wife thinks that she killed the cat and lets her believe it. And then there's another one where he leverages something, which is incredible. Basically, this means he capitalizes on something that he just pops up. Well, he sees one of the sister's purses open, and he does something with the purse in the cell phone and blows everything up. So it's a really well-written, I want to say it's funny, but uh, it's not a comedy, but it's not super dark either where you're going to be. It's what, we call a, it's what we call a black comedy. It's yes, really, that's really, what it is. It really yes. shouldn't, shouldn't be funny, but it is. Yeah. yeah, and it takes place in Ireland, so the accents are great. And uh, I think you're really going to enjoy it. It's it's a good, it's a it's a really good showcase of all the tactics. It really is well written, too. That's the main thing that it's very well written. And I think that you'll enjoy it and you'll enjoy it more after you've talked about this kind of topic that we're talking about or read our book or whatever it is because you'll be able to actually see the tactics taking place in real time and you'll see sadly that the characters the sisters are not really equipped to protect themselves so the story revolves around each of them and how they tried to protect themselves from him and there's a twist at the end which is worth it and i'm giving stuff away robin Sorry, sorry to jump in. I'm so I, bad. I just, just to add that it is a brilliant show. Sharon Horgan, if you haven't, if you don't know who she is, she had this great show called Catastrophe as well. But I thought it was great because not only is the guy such a manipulator, but you see it through the eyes of his wife. And yeah. a lot of times you see these things in a vacuum and you say, well, how could that person have been so manipulated? That person is, but when you see it from her eyes, it, you, you can kind of see why she yeah. stays with them. Until something happens. Yeah. And I think it should be called Good Sisters, David. <laughs> well, I'm yeah. just saying. A, I think there's a double meaning to bad. I don't know. <laughs> Badass. Badass. All right. So that's our media moment for oh. <laughs> for this show. And uh, we're coming up on time. We've got about three or four minutes left in the, t- in the time today. So, Robin, go ahead. So our plan is to do this again on the fourth Friday of okay. next month at four o'clock. Fourth Friday at four, FFF. And we're going to continue as long as we find that people find this useful and we're able to do it. The next episode, we're going to focus on manipulation at work, professional manipulation, because it can look a little different. Typically, emotions aren't a big deal at work or emotions aren't appropriate at work. So it can be much more subtle, if you will. So we'll talk a bit about that. Thank you for the link. If you don't have our book, you should get our book. If you haven't listened to our podcast, 
you should listen to our podcast. It's called Outwitting the Manipulator. You can go to the website, Outwit in Real Time, and find everything there. And please reach out to us with any questions, any thoughts that you'd like to contribute or like to see us focus on. And Dennis, do you have anything to add before we wrap up? Well, I just want to remind folks that as a result of our conversation today, we, we weren't very teachy with you today, but we wanted to remind you that if you are feeling complicit after what we talked about, if you're feeling that maybe you're feeding into this in some way, please, you haven't read the book, read the book, but think about it and think about what you have felt when someone said something to you or did something around you that made you feel uncomfortable. If you were uncomfortable with it, chances are it was something that your own nature said, this isn't right. Mm -hmm. Call it out, step back, question. You don't have to be challenging and be nasty about it, but don't let it just pass by. Don't be afraid to sort of question what's going on. And what did you mean by that? And uh, it will make you feel better. It'll give the, the manipulator notice that he or she knows that they are now on notice. So don't be afraid to do that. It will give you more techniques as we go along. And uh, until then, Robin, anything from you? Nope, yeah. that's all for now. Thanks to all of you for Lolia for being our very special guest today. And thanks for listening. And bye for now. Thank you for being with us today on today's episode of Outwitting the Manipulator, Protecting Yourself in Real Time. Robin and Dennis are seasoned communication experts, not medical or therapeutic professionals. The thoughts and opinions expressed are their own. If you, a loved one, or a friend are in an abusive or controlling relationship, you will find additional resources in the show notes for today's episode. Their book, Outwitting the Manipulator, Protecting Yourself in Real Time, is available on Amazon, Audible, and Kindle. We invite you to be with us again next time, and Robin and Dennis will discuss ways of outwitting the manipulator, protecting yourself in real time. Audible.